So as the minister uh, who was at uh, the wheel when this particular commission uh, was uh, set in place, what is your reaction to the recommendations that it contains? So, Kenna, let me just start by qualifying this. That <laughs> I have accepted your request very reluctantly because I don't want to be seen as a minister who is trying to rule from the grave because there is a new minister of higher education now. And personally, I would really like to respect her and, and allow her to be the one who actually deals with this. But anyway, I took the interview and said, okay, I will hear what you say. But I just thought that it's very important that I say that up front. Look, the, the, firstly, I must be quite honest with you that my own view is that there was no need for a judicial commission of inquiry to look into these matters because we had done a lot of work on, on this matter prior to the appointment of the judicial commission. And the judicial commission, with due respect to the president, was very inappropriate as far as I'm concerned, because we already have a lot of information on what needs to be done, and it's actually choices that government needs to make, as well as the availability of resources in order to be able to deal with this matter. That's my primary response. I'm not criticizing the judge. He didn't appoint himself, but I just want to be firm and be honest with you. There was no need for this thing. Uh, we needed just to work with the information that we had, which in any case I had already presented to government as well as the African National Congress. That is why in 2012 there was a decision taken in Mangaung at the ANC conference that we need to actually start implementing this because there was work that was already that had already been done. So did you make that position known to the president? No, unfortunately, I did not, because I respected the judgment of the president to actually deal with this matter. He didn't even contact me, by the way, about this. I just read it in the media, just like you did, that uh, there should be a judicial commission of inquiry. So I, out of respect to him, I, I just went along, and I also participated as a, former, as a minister at that time. I went to the commission twice, if I'm not mistaken. So, actually, they requested me to actually come for the second time, and uh, for the first and the second time, and presented the views based on the work that we had actually done. So just on a point of clarity, so as the Minister of Higher Education then, uh, you were not involved in uh, setting up the uh, scope, you know, uh, the uh, parameters for this particular commission at all? Not at all. Sabine, not at all. I was not. That was the presidential prerogative, which I respected at the time, and uh, said, okay, what I am going to do is that I am going to go to the commission, which I, I expected the commission to invite me, and be able to present the work that we had already done. And also, I must also say this, that in addition to that, before the commission reported, shortly at the beginning of the year, the ANC National Executive Committee, the HOTA, also made some suggestions about how this matter needs to be dealt with. But I'm not going to comment on that because I am sure that government, the president himself and the rest of government, 
they are going to be responding to the recommendations of the commission because they have not yet responded. That's another difficulty about discussing this thing because they have not yet, government has not yet indicated whether it will accept, what it will reject, what it, it, it will amend, you know, from the recommendations of the commission. That's a fair point, but uh, just to go back slightly, how did you feel yeah. when you were not a part of the discussion in terms of setting up the terms of reference for this particular inquiry, and yet you were the Minister of Higher Education at the time? Look, it was a concern for the whole sector. It was not just my concern, by the way, I must say that. I was in discussions, for instance, with the vice chancellors. I was in discussions with the principals of t- of Tivet colleges, who also felt that they wished they would have been consulted about the establishment of this commission, so that they would have been able to actually state their own views. But presidents have got their own prerogatives. I really did feel uncomfortable, but I decided that I'm going to to play along, and maybe, hopefully. Because the president did explain to me afterwards that maybe if you have a judge, then you actually have some authority that would be able to actually pronounce on these matters in a manner that perhaps could be acceptable to the rest of society. And just before I let you go, Dr. Nzimane, just again, your reminder, uh, a reminder of your view on free higher education. Look... My own view is very clear, is guided, by the way, by the ANC policies, the decisions of the ANC policies, that we must provide free higher education to the poor and the working class, not to everyone. That has always been the policy position of the ANC, which I agree with. It's actually a correct position, because if you offer free higher education to everyone, it's like a you are robbing the poor in order to pay the rich because it's the rich that actually, or those who can afford, not only the rich, there are also those who are not rich but who can actually be able to afford. They must be able to pay. My own view is that at least you must actually for those or some of those be able to provide some loan system such that they don't have to pay upfront those who feel that they are actually constrained, but you are able to charge them interest according to the income that they actually earn. But the working class and the poor should actually be assisted greatly so that they don't have to pay upfront, because those are the people who are actually in a very difficult uh, position. Dr. Nzimane, thanks for that. Uh, we're going to leave it there for the time being. We'll continue of uh, this discussion about fees on uh, the forum at 8. But I quickly want to speak uh, to the chairman uh, of uh, NASFAS, Mr. Sizwe Nlasana, who joins us on the line now. Mr. Nlasana, thanks for your time this morning. Uh, thanks very much for inviting me and good morning. I think it would only be proper to get your reaction uh, to that report and the recommendations contained therein first off. Well, a couple of things. Uh, you know, the report recommends that uh, NESFAS be replaced by this income contingent loan. I don't think uh, that recommendation, um, you know, is actually one that should be supported, uh, mainly because, you know, NESFAS is a statutory body that uh, performs work um, uh, for supporting poor and uh, working class students. And, uh, and what we do need to do, of course, just going back to what uh, Dr. Blake Ivano was saying, is to make sure that uh, the policies that make provision for financial aid to the poor, as well as the working class, is, is, is actually implemented. 
for that to happen, you don't need to replace uh, NASFAS. You need to have you know, different funding policies for those students that come from poor and working-class backgrounds. Uh, so that's the first thing. I think, you know, the recommendation that says uh, the state must now guarantee all these loans, that uh, the income contingent loans that are going to be issued to students, I don't think it's practical, especially in the current economic environment and so on, because uh, government doesn't really have the capacity to guarantee all these loans that are going to be offered to all students. So that's just simply not going to work. I don't think... Um, you know, the probability of that being implemented uh, is is actually um, actually there. Do you believe, uh, Mr. Nlasana, that uh, this HERA Commission recommendation adequately caters for um, middle-class uh, uh, students? Because that was where the problem seemed to lie in the main, because the poorest students were catered for, the rich uh, can pay for themselves, but it was uh, those children coming from middle-class households that were the problem. Uh, what's your take on what the recommendations uh, d- said regarding that? Well, the, the commission report obviously uh, presents a number of uh, different recommendations. So it doesn't only deal with the missing middle. Um, it deals with a whole variety of things, but also provides a number of different options. Uh, so, um, you know, there, there are ways that the uh, so-called working class or missing middle can be catered for in, in terms of, uh, you know, having a system which provides both um, grant funding and income contingent loans uh, you know, depending on household income. Uh, so there are recommendations which uh, were made, for instance, as part of the ministerial task team, which I chair, uh, which cater for the missing middle so that there's financial aid which is given to uh, that part of uh, the higher education students. And uh, with regard to uh, the system NASFAS, because one of the things that uh, stood out for me, Mr. Nlasana, uh, quite a bit of work and resources have gone into setting up and sorting out NASFAS. And now uh, there is the suggestion of coming up with this income contingency loan system. Uh, how do you believe those two can work together or would it have to sacrifice NASFAS in order for that to take over the whole system? I think it would be really ill-advised to uh, implement a recommendation that says NASFAS must be replaced by these income contingent loans. I just don't think in the current environment that's what the students were asking for. It's not in line with the ANC policy. So as far as that is concerned, I just don't think it's a recommendation that uh, should be supported, to be honest. Uh, and, and there are recommendations that actually can implement exactly what uh, Dr. Blake Zamanda was uh, suggesting, which is in line with the NC policy, in line with the government policy, which makes provision for free education to the poor, a combination of, of grants uh, and some financial aid and assistance to the working class or the missing middle. Uh, so I think, you know, the, I hope that's probably what uh, the uh, presidential interministerial committee as well as a fiscal committee that has been set up by the president is looking at as opposed to uh, looking at some of these recommendations, uh, especially those that relate to these income contingent loans that uh, the the report uh, recommends. Mr. Nlasana, we'll leave it there for now. Thank you so much. Uh, Sizwe Nlasana is the chairman of the National Student Financial Aid Scheme. And uh, this conversation will continue on the Forum at 8, where we'll be able to get into more discursive discussions about uh, the Fees Commission report. Right now-